This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Wednesday, September 20th, 2023, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Alabama school band director says he was, quote, just doing my job, unquote, before police arrested him. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Kyle Spaulding will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a sunny 81 degrees. And now on to our top story. One of the big Detroit car makers is announcing more layoff that layoffs that it's blaming on fallout from the United Auto Workers strike. Stellantis and more at the maker of Dodge and Jeep vehicles said today it expects to lay off more than 300 workers in Ohio and Indiana because of the strike at its plant in Toledo, Ohio. The union says layoffs of non-striking workers are unnecessary and just an effort to put pressure on workers to end the strike. The move by Stellantis adds to tension between the union and automakers two days before the UAW is expected to expand new walkouts. Currently, the union is striking at three assembly plants. Ukraine's president is accusing Russia of undermining all norms of war and the United Nations Charter. The allegation was aired today at a meeting of the UN Security Council. President Vladimir Zelensky told the council that his proposal to end the 19th-month war starts with adherence to the charter that ensures the sovereignty and territorial integrity of all 193 UN member nations. He stressed that restoration of all Ukrainian territory is the key to peace. Before the meeting started, there was intense speculation about whether Zelensky and Russia's top diplomat, Sergei Lavrov, would clash, speak, or totally avoid each other. But no confrontation happened because Zelensky left the council soon after his address. Planet Earth is about to receive the biggest sample yet from an asteroid. A NASA spacecraft will fly by Earth on Sunday and drop off pebbles and dust collected from the asteroid Bennu to close out a seven-year journey. The capsule holding the sample will parachute into the Utah desert. Its mothership, the Orisis Rex spacecraft, will then zoom off for an encounter with another asteroid. Scientists are anticipating at least a full cup of rubble from Bennu that's considerably more than the teaspoon of asteroid material brought back by Japan. No other country has returned asteroid samples. An Alabama high school band director says he was, quote, just doing my job, unquote, when police officers arrested him and shocked him with a stun gun after he refused to immediately stop his band as it played in the bleachers following a football game. Johnny Mims, the band director at Minor High School, told the Associated Press today that he was confused when officers pulled him from the director's podium to arrest him following last Thursday's game between Minor and Jackson Olin. Mims says he didn't believe he had done anything wrong. Police video shows Mims being arrested and shocked with a stun gun as children scream in the background. He was charged with disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. Palestinian health officials say the death toll from a day of fighting between Israel and the Palestinians in the occupied West Bank and the Gaza Strip has risen to six. Officials said today that the Israeli military raid in West Bank refugee camp killed at least one Palestinian. Four Palestinians were killed in a raid late yesterday on the Jenin refuge camp in northern West Bank, known as a malignant stronghold, and at least three of them were claimed as malignant 
militant fighters. Another Palestinian was killed in, Ga- in the Gaza Strip where youth have been staging violent protests at a separation fence. It is part of some of the worst violence to rock the West Bank in some of two decades. Coming up, in Kentucky, in Kentucky governor's race, Democrat presses the case on GOP challenger's abortion stance. That and more news from around the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. If you remember poodle skirts, mini skirts, or bell bottoms, you're just the right age. Whether you listen to Bing Crosby or Chuck Berry. Or the Beach Boys, the Bee Gees, or the Beatles. We need your help. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, you too can register to become an organ and tissue donor. Surprised? You shouldn't be. Any age is the right age to donate the gift of life, and the need is great. Today, thousands of people are waiting for a transplant. But only one in three of us over the age of 50 is a registered organ donor. If we all registered, imagine how many lives we could save. How many families we could help. So whether you remember the first step on the moon or the last step of the hustle. Take an important step today and learn more. Get the facts. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Find out how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice says he has appointed Charleston native Hollis T. Lewis to the House of Delegates for the 57th District, which serves Kanawha County. Lewis succeeds Doug Scaff, who resigned earlier this month after stepping down as the chamber's Democratic leader last month. Justice said in a statement yesterday that Lewis will do a great job in the position. Lewis attended law school after he graduated from West Virginia State University and has held several positions, including Kanawha County's magistrate. Lewis says he is grateful for the appointment and that he looks forward to serving the communities in the district and the state of West Virginia. The Ohio Supreme Court says a portion of the description of a ballot questioning enshrining abortion rights in the state constitution is misleading. In a ruling late yesterday, the court ordered the state ballot board to rephrase the wording. It suggested the amendment headed to November ballots would limit citizens' ability to, to restrict abortions, but it would actually limit the government's ability to restrict abortions. Abortion right activists had challenged the state's language. The contested summary was advanced by Republican Secretary of State Frank LaRose, an abortion opponent. It's the second time the court is slapping down language advanced by LaRose this year. Kentucky's debate over abortion access is heating up the governor's race. Democratic Governor Andy Beshear continues to criticize Republican Daniel Cameron's support for the state's existing abortion ban. But this week, Cameron signaled new willingness to accept abortion exceptions for rape and incest. Today, Bashir's campaign is out with a new TV ad that features a young woman who was, who was a childhood rape survivor. The woman became pregnant as a seventh grader, but eventually miscarried. Cameron said in a radio interview Monday that if the legislature brought him a bill to add exceptions for rape and incest, he would sign it. Kentucky Democrats have taken their legal fight to the state's highest court in challenging Republican-drawn boundaries for the state, for state house and congressional districts. The hearing before Kentucky's Supreme Court yesterday revolved around a lower court ruling that the new maps didn't violate the state's constitution. 
Franklin Circuit Judge Thomas Wingate concluded that the new boundaries amounted to, quote, partisan gerrymanders, unquote. But he said the Constitution doesn't, quote, explicitly forbid, unquote, the consideration of partisan interest in redistricting. During yesterday's hearing, State Supreme Court Justice Kelly Thompson said that the issue looms as, quote, the crux, unquote, of a matter as the high court reviews redistricting the case. Coming up next, Maryland. Coming up next, Maryland apologizes to a man wrongly convicted of murder, agrees to $340,000 payment for years in prison. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Are you training for a marathon or something? I heard if you lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes. Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight by being active 30 minutes, five days a week, and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nipper Stadium. Buckeye Field, Columbus, Ohio, Thundering Herd, and the 24th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Coke Field at Dale Park. At the UK Soccer Complex in the heart of bluegrass country, Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome back to Houston, Texas, the site of the 2008 Conference USA Softball Tournament. WMUL-FM, Huntington. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. A trial is opening soon against two police officers charged in the 2019 death of Elijah McLean. McLean was put in a neck hold and injected with the powerful sedate of ketamine while walking home in a Denver suburb. His death later became a rallying cry amid nationwide protests and spurred police reform in Colorado. After jury selection wraps up today, Lawyers for the two sides are expected to paint contrasting pictures of the struggle between the officers and the 23-year-old massage therapist. The two officers have pleaded not guilty to charges of criminally negligent homicide, manslaughter, and assault. The U.S. will spend more than $750 billion over the next decade to overhaul nearly every part of its nuclear defenses and replace systems that in some cases are more than 50 years old. But until each of those programs is ready, it's up to young military troops and government technicians across the U.S. to care for the existing bombs, often through delicate maintenance performed by hand. The Associated Press was granted rare access inside military nuclear missile bases and government weapons facilities to report on how they are adjusting to meet the increasing workload. There are many missile silos across the Midwest region states. Maryland will pay more than $340,000 to compensate a man who spent five years in prison after being wrongly convicted of murder and assault. Maryland Governor Maryland Governor West Moore apologized to Demetrius Smith today at a meeting of the state board that approved the settlement. Smith was released in 2013 after spending five years behind bars for a murder and an assault he did not commit. The Maryland U.S. Attorney's Office charged the person who was actually responsible for the murder, and Smith's innocence was proven. But he still spent another year and a half in prison. Moore apologized directly to Smith, who attended the hearing. 
A federal judge has dismissed two lawsuits filed by a Detroit-area man who's decades in prison for drug dealing and work as an informant inspired the movie White Boy Rick. The judge ruled Monday that Richard Worst Jr. had waited too long to file the suits, including one that sought $100 million and claimed that he was coerced into assisting police while just, while just a helpless teenager. The, D- the Detroit News reports Judge F.K. Beam's ruling sided with multiple federal and local government defendants who argued for the dismissal of the cases based on the statu- statute of limitations. Worsh's lawyer tells the Detroit Free Press that he'll appeal the judge's decision. Kai Korber was a junior at Maj- Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School when a gunman murdered 14 students and three staff members on Valentine's Day in 2018. Seeing his peers and himself struggle with returning to the normal, He says he wanted to do something to help people manage their emotions on their own terms. The result was Joy, an app built on AI that helps people struggling with sadness, grief, or anger to find help in short, bite-sized prompts and tools. Coming up next, Ohio's political mapmakers are going back to work after Republican infighting caused a week's delay. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay, it's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks man, I appreciate it. Think green and be Marshall Green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I get kind of tired of hearing that same old music. MUL's got real variety. From jazz and blues to rock and progressive. 88.1's the place to be. I'm at WMUL Marshall University. So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's not going to snip them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines and don't be surprised when he doesn't. Oh, hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. I want my Huntington. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Lawyers for three Georgia Republicans who signed a certificate falsely claiming that then-President Donald Trump won the state are arguing that their clients were not fake electors, but rather a, quote, contingent, unquote, slate, in case in case the 2020 election results were tossed out U.S. District Judge Stephen Jones, heard arguments today on why David Schaefer, Sean Still, and Kathy Latham 
believe the case against him should be tried in federal court rather than in Fulton County Superior Court. They were indicted along with Trump and 15 others on charges. They participated in a scheme to keep the Republican president in power after his 2020 loss to Democrat Joe Biden. All have pleaded not guilty. The Federal Reserve left its key interest rate unchanged for the second time in its past three meetings, a sign that it's moderating its fight against inflation as price pressures have eased. But Fed officials also signaled that they expect to rise rates once more this year. Consumer inflation has dropped from a year-over-year peak of 9.1 percent in June 2022 to 3.7 percent. Yet it's still well above the Fed's 2 percent target, and its policymakers made clear that they aren't close to declaring declaring victory over the worst bout of inflation in 40 years. The Fed's latest decision left its benchmark rate at about 5.4 percent, the result of 11 rates hike in unleashed beginning in March 2022. The Ohio Redistricting Commission is getting back to business. The panel will meet today after two Republican legislative leaders, excuse me, who may be rivals for the House speakership next year, settled a political dispute. Senate President Matt Huffman and House Speaker Jason Stevens' lack of agreement on a co-chair delayed the time crunch panel's work by a week. Today, they named Ohio Auditor Keith Faber. He will join a Democratic designee. Republican Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine reconvened the commission last week, but it was unable to conduct business without a co-chair. DeWine might have served as interim chair today, but he got COVID-19. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says he won't give up in trying to pass a conservative bill to present to prevent, excuse me, a government shutdown. The California Republican is confronted with dwindling time and not and no sure support from his hard right flank to avert a shutdown by the end of the month. McCarthy said today he still has time. Other lawmakers aren't so sure and are looking at other options. McCarthy is trying to pass a temporary bill, including 8% cuts to many government services. Hardline conservatives want more cuts. Even if McCarthy is able to pass the bill, it would be rejected by the Democratic-held Senate, which is working with Republicans on other plans. President Emmanuel Macron has met with King Charles III at the start of a three-day state visit meant to highlight the friendship between France and the United Kingdom. Charles's trip was postponed in March amid widespread demonstrations against Macron's pension chart changes. Charles and Queen Camilla, Camilla arrived in France today. They attended the ceremony at the Arc de Triomphe in the presence of Macron and his wife, Bridget. The French presidency said the visit shows, quote, the deep historical ties that unite our two countries, unquote. A state dinner in the Hall of Mirrors at the Palace of Versailles will be one of the highlights. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will be in with a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Kyle Spalding will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, 
humanity in motion. Here at the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1 WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound? Smashing! How about a wide music variety? Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you better radio here on 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab. It's important that healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, either wash their hands with soap and water or use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer both before and after they touch you. Healthcare providers know to practice hand hygiene, but sometimes they forget. You and your loved ones can play a role by asking and reminding healthcare providers to wash their hands, especially while they're caring for you. They don't mind being asked to wash their hands. They want to prevent infections as much as you do. A message from the CDC. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 81 degrees. Tonight we will see temperature, uh, sorry, temperatures dip down into the mid-50s, making it a chilly night tonight, so don't forget to grab a light jacket before heading out tonight. Tomorrow we will see highs around 83 and lows near 58, making it about like today. As we look towards this week, on Friday we will see highs of 82 and with and lows around 56. Today in weather history, on this day, in 2005, Hurricane Rita tracked through the Florida State Straits and just south of, Florida, of the Florida Keys. Winds were sustained at a tropical storm force at Key West where peak winds gusted to 76 miles per hour. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 81 degrees. For New Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Sam. Samantha. Now Kyle Spalding joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. In Marshall Thundering Herd athletic news... Marshall women's softball head coach Morgan Zirkel will have the opportunity to speak during the NFCA Coaches Clinic Series next year on January 19th and 20th at the Chicago Second Coaches Clinic in Crown Plaza, Chicago, O'Hare. Zirkel said she looks forward to sharing her knowledge with the attendees of the clinic. In Marshall women's soccer news, the team was honored yesterday by the Cabell County School Board for its community service initiatives. The women's team is 0-1 in the Sun Belt Conference right now after Sunday's loss to ULM, but their overall record is five wins, two ties, and one loss. The team continues Sun Belt Conference play against the James Madison Dukes tomorrow evening in Harrisonburg. Kickoff from JMU Centera Park is set for 7 p.m. Marshall and JMU tied 1-1 at Hoops Family Field last season. The match was a breakout performance for then-freshman goalkeeper Alexis Wolgamuth, who made six saves in the draw. In Marshall men's soccer news, yesterday, sophomore student-athlete Matthew Bell earned his second Sun Belt Conference Men's Soccer Offensive Player of the Week award this season. The Kingston, Jamaica native had a pair of goals and an assist as the herd defeated Cleveland State, 5-0 yesterday and defeated number nine James Madison on Saturday. In the victory over Cleveland State, Bell scored a goal and his fifth assist of the season, beating his tally last season of four. This season against JMU in Harrisonburg, 
Bell scored the game-winning goal in the 56th minute, his sixth of the 2023 season. Bell has five multiple scoring games, and three of them take place this season. The team is now the number one ranked program in the country as it prepares for its next contest on Saturday when it takes on number five UCF for a contest at 7.15 p.m. in a Sunbelt Conference matchup. In both Marshall men's and women's basketball news, both teams are gearing up for the 2023 season with the second annual Hoops in Huntington event. The swim and dive team will also join the basketball event. It will take place in front of Pullman Square on 3rd Avenue at 7 p.m. September 28th. It will hold a three-point competition, skills challenges, a three-on-three game, and more. Both the men's and women's basketball teams will start their season on October 29th against the University of Pikeville in a doubleheader. The start time for those games are still to be decided. The Marshall Swim and Dive team will start their season on September 30th with its green and white scrimmage. In Marshall tennis news, the herd will be starting its season off during the Thunder in the Mountains event. The event will be held at the Kanawha City Community Center in Charleston, West Virginia. It will start this Friday, September 22nd, and last till Sunday, September 24th. The tennis team schedule for this weekend. The team will start off Friday at 10 a.m. with doubles versus WVU. At 10.45 a.m., doubles versus Cleveland State. And at 1.30 p.m., singles versus WVU. Saturday at 12 p.m., singles versus WVU. And at 2 p.m., doubles versus Radford. On Sunday, they will close the event at 12 p.m., with singles and doubles versus Cleveland State. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Kyle Spaulding. Thanks, Kyle. Coming up, did your kids buy gear in Fortnite without asking you? Well, the FTC says you could get a refund. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. score here at Camp Randall Stadium. Happy to have you along this Saturday afternoon. Back inside Reed Green Coliseum in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bobby Eating Sportsside bringing you all tonight's action. Marshall Trail Southern Miss. On the sky deck from Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in Greenville, North Carolina. ECU leads the Thundering Herd. To the home center, Boone, North Carolina. Andrew Aspacker on board. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. WMUL-FM, Huntington. and welcome to the Music Request Hotline. Please state the name of the genre you'd like to hear. Alternative? You said hip-hop. If that's correct, please say yes. No. You have confirmed hip-hop. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I said alternative. Country you want to hear? No, no, no. Country it is. No, I said, said alternative. Sports. Alternative rock. Music. No, no, okay, no, no. I Tired of ignored requests? No, Call 696-6651 and get what you asked for on WMUL-FM. No, I want to hear jazz. Freedom of, freedom, of speech means means freedom of speech means freedom to say, I don't like the cafeteria food. I'm pro-choice. I'm bipolar. I want change in my government. The freedom to say, I'm Republican and I'm gay. As, as long, long as, as it's, it's not hurting, hurting anyone, anyone. Whatever I say. Whatever I say. I have the freedom. I have the freedom to say I have the freedom to say it. 
This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the WMUL request line singer. Oh man, we're out of range. I'll miss all of my favorite music. No worries. With WMUL's 24-7 live stream, the cutting edge of your radio dial becomes the cutting edge of your phone, too. Just go to marshall.edu slash WMUL and your favorite music goes wherever you do. I'll pull it up now, just in time for more music. Call 696-6651 now. DJs are standing by. And finally today on News Center 88, parents whose kids bought virtual gear without their knowledge on popular Fortnite video game could soon be able to get a refund. U.S. regulators are starting to notify more than 37 million people by email that they may be eligible for compensation as part of a legal settlement with Fortnite's maker, Epic Games Incorporated. The Federal Trade Commission announced late last year that Epic Games would pay $520 million in penalties and refunds to settle complaints revolving around children's privacy and its payment methods that tricked players into making unintended purchases. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from around Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Luke Hamilton, Samantha Riddle, Kyle Spaulding, Nate Hara, and for your entire News Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is happiness is not by chance but by choice. Jim Ron.